Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. Welcome to This Week in Nerd News, your one-stop shop for all of the pop culture you may have missed this week. Brought to you by the Black Nerd Problems Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Victoria Bertine. And I'm your host, Michael Snyder. Woo! We're back! It feels like we were gone for forever, but this is our second episode back, and I'm really excited to be here with you again. We went into a little bit of hiatus because late spring, early summer is one of those times where things just sort of happen and we needed to, you know, be humans and like do the things that happened and respond to the things that happened and now we're back and we had our special last week and now we are back to all regularly scheduled shenanigans and it's, it's very good to be back with you, Victoria. Yay! You do know what this means though, right? I assume more Mikkel games. I feel like we should brand this. Yeah, we we will uh, develop that phone app once we get somebody who actually knows how to code. Um, I know how to, like, fake code, and by that yeah. I mean, like, HTML and XML, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is still code, but, like, it's not code code, you know? Yes, yeah. I agree. Like, being able to run scripts in, like, Google Suite is not the same as here is this app that I have made for you. Yes. Are you ready? five questions of varying difficulties. I am so ready. Alright. First up on the list, uh, much like Idris Elba informed us about the infamous cat camps in preparation for Cats 2019, it seems like the cast of this upcoming movie had a sleepover. Oh man, that's so big. Ah. Okay. Is it also a movie where they are not human? We no, gotta they, narrow they this are... down. Okay, okay. So ev- everyone is human. Everyone okay. Is human. It stars Mogul Robbie. Oh my god. Oh no. Did they have a Barbie sleepover? They had a Barbie sleepover. You know it. <sighs> that feels like it's both a type of Barbie and like there was an animated movie called yeah. something like Barbie Sleepover. Probably. But yeah, they were just talking about how lit the cast had a big sleepover while they, they played games with the other cast members. It's like, okay, cool. That's that's honestly better than the cat camp that, yeah. that I mentioned, but like it's sort of like that's that's weird. Yeah. It's just yeah. odd. I mean, like, also, like, as a former theater kid, like, we're not above, like, sleepovers and whatnot. It's just just sort of, like, at some point, though, right? Yeah, no, I mean, and I think as far as, like, on-screen chemistry, right? Like, Mm -hmm. platonic and and romantic chemistry, like, it makes a lot of sense. Um, And we kind of talk about how, like, Lord of the Rings, like, one of the things that made that movie so great is that they all moved to New Zealand and were just living you know in the same neighborhood for what like two three years like that's so so important but it just I think it's I think it's the associations that we have with things like cats and or Barbie (laughs) of like I don't want to be anywhere near a Barbie sleepover that, it just, that's the correct interpretation. Yes. I feel like yes. I can, even now, like, smell plastic. And that just, that's what that reminds me of. It's just, like, everything 
being plastic. Well, speaking of plastic, question two. <laughs> oh no, oh no. Not actually sure it's made of plastic, but uh, George Clooney's infamous bat nipple suit recently uh-huh, went uh-huh. up to auction. What was the opening bid ballpark? Um, man, I want to go really high, but then, like, I don't know what really high is for this kind of thing. Okay, I'm going to go with $8 million. That's That's a little too high. That's, oh, that's, okay. That's a All lot right. too high. It's 40000 Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no, I did not expect that at all. I mean, that's I mean, I, still a lot of money. Yeah, I, I think, like, the infamy of the Batman nipple suit, right? Like, it feels like it would yeah. be more expensive, but I think in practice, like, are you really paying half a million for the Batman nipple suit? I think it depends on who the buyer Also, is. also fair. It is still up for auction, so we do not know how much the individual who wants yeah. this suit has valued it economically. Mm, yeah. Which will but- be an answer in a later... Uh, Mad Lips of News. Yeah, I mean, forty thousand is still like, if you're if you're not making a living wage, um, because the U.S. is terrible. <laughs> insert Victoria capitalism rant. Uh, mm-hmm. That is still a full year's salary for for a Batman nipple suit. So you know, it's fine. Moving away from that onto. <laughs> Uh, our favorite, our favorite state to to highlight mm. the news from. This week, Yahoo reported that Florida has had to declare war against an invasive species of giant African mm-hmm. land snails. The funny thing is, this is not the first time that the local government has declared war against the species. How many times has this happened before? Mm. Man, I don't know. So I lived in Florida for a while. That doesn't help me answer this question because. Florida declares war on lots of invasive species fairly Mm -hmm. regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, You just stop paying attention after a while. But yeah, I do remember this happening before. I'm going to say this is the fourth time. Close. This is is the third time that, that Florida has declared war against the snails. Which is funny, because that means they've had to do this three times, which means they've technically lost twice. Oh, yeah. The snails are winning. 100%. According to the article, the the second effort ended after 10 years and cost the state $23 million. Uh Uh-huh. And now they're just back, as though nothing has happened, which is just... They also didn't win against the pythons. Don't even get started with, like, the plant life. Like, (laughs) it's... Yeah. Uh... African mm. land snails, however, very edible. You can eat them. But much like insect protein are not things that that Americans are usually like into. Uh, so maybe we just need like a cool Netflix, hit me up. We should do a cool show that's just how to like make African land snails cool edible items, I guess. So, unfortunately, these particular land snails, according to this article, eat plaster and stucco in buildings and carry a parasite (laughs) called the rat lungworm, which can cause meningitis. 
So, so don't, don't, don't actually eat, eat them. Not these ones. Maybe maybe wow. elsewhere, but like in Florida specifically, they are not edible. That do not, do not try that. That yeah. is just like that. Just adds an extra dash of Florida to the story of like these are invasive species, but because they're in Florida, they're also like poisonous. Yeah, just a giant health hazard. This is is fine. I'm not doing great. I'm not doing great. You know, we're we're out of practice. It's been two months. Like, this this is a hard set of questions, and we got two more. It is, it is. All right, okay, two more chances. All right, these are true and false to end the the round, so uh, true or false. PETA has urged HBO to confirm horse death on the south of the Gilded Age. Sure. Why not? Um, yeah. See, you get tricky with these sometimes, and then you're going to be like, false, it wasn't a horse, it was a dog. I don't know. Um, I feel like this is a thing PETA would do. I'm going to go with true. You you are correct. PETA, PETA's upset because a horse may or may not have died filming HBO's period mm-hmm. drama, mm-hmm. which is just, it's typical PETA, like I, yes. I feel Every time I see Peter in the news headlines, it's like, are you really investing effort into this particular thing? Yeah, you want them to be, like, good at their actual job, which is, like, animal rights. But I feel it's like not. 90% of the time, it, it's, it's just, it's real, it's real weird logic. It's real it weird logic. As, as parody more than, like, actual, like, uh-huh. activism. Like, when they did the Animal Crossing Aquarium where they fished to get all of the things and then had a protest about freeing the fish. It's like, you spent how much time getting this aquarium set up to make this bit? Yeah. Also, if you fished them, weren't they free before? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, yep. Mm -hmm. Weird logic drains. All right, I'm, I'm half and half. Last one. So this, this is a fun meta thing. So true or false? Okay. The Hollywood Reporter tweeted out the following. Anthony Mackie is reprising his longtime Marvel character of Sam Wilson, but will not, however, portray Wilson's longtime alter ego and hashtag Captain America psychic, Falcon. There's so many ways in, in which the actual content could be true, and also this makes sense as a Hollywood Reporter <laughs> tweet. Um, because hopefully... He's coming back as Captain America. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, I'm going to say true because I want it to be true in my heart. This this is, in fact, true. Um, yes! For, what, for whatever reason, the Hollywood Reporter decided to make this very long sentence to say <laughs> that Anthony Mackie is playing Captain America by saying that he's not playing the... It's just yeah. weird, right? And, like, yeah. I don't know the target demo of the Hollywood Reporter all the time, but like I feel like I feel like it's pretty clear that he's he's supposed to be Captain America next. Yeah, that, that's just I, me. I agree. Uh, also, again, weird logic. Why use all of your Twitter characters for this <laughs> particular sentence? I feel like you could give yeah. us much better, like, and more informative things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> hey. You did great. I won. You did great. Woohoo. Let's take a short break and then come back with the rest of our regularly scheduled content. Yes.
right, so we are back, and listen, there is so much anime news this week, and last week. I just, I feel like the releases have just been cranking out, you know? I don't know... (laughs) It's anime, so some of these things are still a year-ish out of actually dropping. But we've got teasers, we've got trailers, we've got news. So we're just going to do a whole big anime roundup section. We should maybe do a whole anime, like, a whole podcast again. That was a really fun one. But as it is, we've got a section for you. I've got two. Mikkel's got quite a few. Uh, So I'm gonna start with Trigun. Trigun is back. Um, That, I shouldn't say it that way. Trigun is getting remade, which is also kind of cool. I always like, shouldn't say always, (laughs) that's a really big generalization, but sometimes I think that remakes are really nice in order to introduce a new generation to a thing that is really cool and I think that that is the case in Trigun and that it is kind of niche and it's not uh, something that everybody knows uh, so it's not you know the Bronte sisters over and over and over again it's something new and uh, we've got a new animation style but the classic story of Vash and his brother Knives and their kind of interstellar intergalactic it it is a a cowboy western sci-fi sci-fi cowboy western I guess and it's just a really cool story about their relationship as brothers and how that kind of interacts with their morals and their ethics and the people that they meet along the way and so I'm really excited to see this come back and we got the classic red trench coat and the shades so it's all good it's I'm I'm very excited for this is it coming out this year nope sometime next year that's what we've got sometime in 2023 so that will be exciting uh the other thing that I have is Uh, The Devil is a Part-Timer, Season 2. Now, the interesting thing about this is that it says Season 2, right? Season 1 was eight years ago. (laughs) Whole other lifetime. Uh, That's so much longer than I thought it was. I thought it was like four years ago. Nope. It has been nearly a decade uh, (laughs) since The Devil is a Part-Timer. And I have not watched the first season, but now I want to. Because the devil, for some reason, is working in a McDonald's, which I really appreciate that they did that thing of like, no, you're going to know what this fast food chain is. We're changing literally one letter, and it's to the name of the, the mascot of the thing, but you can't copyright us because it's not the same name. So yeah. Do you want to know why the devil is working at a fast food Yeah, joint? why is the devil working at a fast food chain? The devil got reversed Eastgate. What? So instead of a normal person getting teleported into a fantasy world, he got he got joust oh. into the human world from being the devil. That is amazing. So. Yes. Okay. This is this is even more amazing. <laughs> Shenanigans ensue. 
there are angels, there is magic, also they still have to survive on minimum wage. And season Mm -hmm. two introduces, Mm -hmm. now we have a child that was born from an apple, and we're going to raise this child. Um, And all of that. It just sounds... so wonderful. Yeah. It just sounds great. So those are the two that I have for you. Also, side note, The Devil is a Part-Timer, and there was another one that was this week that was like, my new maid seems like interesting or something, and it just reminds me of those books. I don't know if you ever read these books, but I devoured these books in elementary school that were like, my babysitter is a vampire. I know exactly the series you're talking about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Instant and so recognition. Every single time that an anime comes out with one of these names, it's just the name itself is like, oh, I should check that out. It's probably going to be good. <laughs> so the, the title of the anime in question is The Maid I Hired Recently is Mysterious? That's it, Mysterious. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's what I just think of. I think of, like, my third grade teacher is a werewolf. Good. I think I think one of them was like my gym teacher may be a swamp monster. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> oh, there was one with a Pete. It's like the, the baker down the street is a ninja. <laughs> All of those could be made into animes. All of them are probably animes and works right now <laughs> as we talk. Um yes. anyways, uh I got some other anime roundup stuff that I wanna mention. Uh to your eternity season two is coming out later this year to your eternity season one came out last year earlier this year time continues to be befuddle me but it's about what is essentially like a newborn entity exploring earth and trying to understand what humanity is like and it covers like a wide variety of time periods and people and it's really beautifully animated has an incredible score it's a really great story i'm excited for season two uh, there is a new anime coming out in 2023 called High Card, which seems to be a combination of high stakes poker and then also magical guns, swords, and helicopters. Because uh, why not? I mean, how why not? else can you have high stakes poker? Is is it really high stakes? Exactly. If there yeah. isn't magic and helicopters. Yeah. So uh, I don't I don't know the the trailer I watched did not have English subtitles, so it was just sort of like there was poker imagery, and then mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. one of the cards turned into a revolver, and I just sort of like <laughs> I'm gonna watch this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They are finally doing a slam dunk uh, anime adaptation. Slam dunk is one of the long running basketball mangas in in the world. Uh, so it's cool seeing that getting animated, and that's going to be fun. Uh, I knew that f- was going to be on your rundown. Look, look, sports <laughs> animes. I don't know how. I it's know a exactly thing. how. Um, it just it speaks to me. It's because mm-hmm. Prince of Tennis was one of my first animes. Also, there's <laughs> New Prince of Tennis. Like, what a sentence! What a world we live in that there is New <laughs> Prince of Tennis, and they decided to update none of the sensibilities from the '90s when they were adapting it for the 2020s. It's probably fine. Uh, it's probably not, but we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna be sort of like this is this is what the '90s were like, and now it mm-hmm. just looks in the 2020s. We got a first look at Netflix's Ultraman film, and it's a really cool still shot. It looks great. 
And then on on a somber note, I forgot to put this in the notes, but it's oh, it's worth yes. talking about recall, regardless. But uh, Kazuki uh, Takashi Hashi, uh, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, died uh, this week at the age of sixty. And Yu-Gi-Oh is one of those series that like was very influential growing up, and like it was ridiculous and it was campy, but it was it was it was something that like a lot of us bonded over, and it succeeded in selling us on like the power of friendship and cards. Yeah. And possibly cheating and deck manipulation because Yugi should not have won all of the matches in the way that he did. <laughs> but the point stands, the power of friendship and magic. Yeah, definitely. I think Yu-Gi-Oh! was huge. Because whenever I think Yu-Gi-Oh!, I also think Pokemon and Digimon because those were kind mm. of like the same era, right? And I think yep. that yep. for a lot of folks that are around our age, <laughs> those were some of your kind of like first initial glimpses into the world of anime because they could cross over into what are kind of seen as typical American cartoons. Mm -hmm. They were in that kind of weird space where they had little pieces of both. And so I know that like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have given anime a chance as early as I did if it weren't for things like Yu-Gi-Oh and Sailor Moon and those types of things. So definitely a big loss yeah sorry to end on a somber note but it's important to report on the things like that so and recognize the legacy that he leaves behind because it is it's quite the legacy on that note we shall end this episode with a padded and lightning round because there is just so much content in any given week and we want to make sure we give you a comprehensive list of all of the content so let's go Amazon Prime has finally learned how to advertise its properties, surprisingly. And we have finally been getting trailers for their upcoming series, Paper Girls. Uh, the graphic novel series from Prime K. Bond and Cliff Chiang is finally getting a chance to be on the small screen July 29th. I will be tuning in. It looks phenomenal. Uh, God of War Ragnarok has a release date, finally. The epic continuation of the beloved franchise is slated for November 9th on both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, if you can manage to get one. Uh, Paramount Plus's niche horror procedural Evil from producers Robert and Michelle King, starring Katja Herbers, Mike Coulter, and Asif Mandiv, has officially been renewed for a fourth season. Season 3 is currently airing right now, and that's what I'm going to do after this podcast episode. And finally, because we don't have enough chaotic energy in the world as is, Variety reports that the second all-queer season of Netflix's The Ultimatum has finished wrapping, and against my better judgment, I will be watching it and being sad after I watch it. If you'd like to hear us on these topics or anything else in their news, feel free to tweet us at BlackNerdProblems with the hashtag TWINN. That was this week in their news. Tune in next week for more pop culture. I'm your host, Mikkel Snyder. And I'm your host, Victoria Bertine. And please remember to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll catch you next week, folks. Bye!